0: This week, three sides of the coin. Yeah, we got no, to no it's again. two
1: sides of the oh, coin. My mistake. What is this three stuff? Graham? Two
0: two sides of the coin. We've rebranded ourselves. Two sides of the coin. Hey Who? Who? He ain't here. Oh, and he the hot here. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm, good. She was supposed to show up, but didn't make it. I think Mm-mm. she's on a beach somewhere. Yeah. Um we fly by the seat of our pants. We talk. I don't know about a lot of variety of stuff, but uh,
1: almost all kiss, almost all kiss
0: (laughs) concerts, current events, you name it. We wing it. It's like sitting in a bar with Mike and Mark for 90 minutes. Hope you enjoy it.
1: This is three sides of the coin talking all things. Kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to three sides of the coin. Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and Shocker tea? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Hey,
0: everybody. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Two Sides of the Coin. As usual. The only two that matter, Mike and Mark. Who? <laughs> Who? He's busy working today. Doctor Who is working today. Oh, um, my God. It, it, it's it been, I, I think, first of all, let's give a little explanation because it's been a crazy three or four weeks. It has. Everybody. So, yes, we didn't have a show last week, and it was probably within a month before that that we didn't have a show as well. First of all, we've always said this, peeps, family and work comes first for all of us. We love doing this, and we have no desire to stop doing this. But when family or work gets in the way, that comes first. We are doing this for fun. We don't make money off of this. We, we just love chatting. So I can tell everybody the last week that falls on my shoulders. If you want to, Hey, listen, everybody loves to blame Branville, the tool, Mm -hmm. but seriously, I mean, I was in Minnesota for three weeks um, helping care for my, my parents. Um, I probably have mentioned it in passing. My dad's in a nursing home. He's got uh, dialysis three days a week. His kidneys have completely failed on him. My mom's got some back issues and stuff like that. So we combine, you know, summer family vacation. Everybody flew out there to see everybody have fun and uh, help take care and get things in order that you might have to with parents. And anybody who's ever done that, you know what that means and how that's not exactly um, fun work. It's pain in the ass work. But last week, that was me. I was like, all right, I'd just rather not record too busy with other stuff so hey no problem we just move on and you know that's the way it is and we've had issues where Tommy can't record because his work is so busy and Mark's the same case and Lisa right now is trying to get in she may pop in here but just know it means nothing that other than our lives are really busy with all sorts of stuff and we try and juggle it all, but sometimes we just have to say, nope, no show right now. We'll Especially
1: summertime. Um, oh, God. You know, yes. I know in Tommy's business, um, everyone wants to get their home sold now and moved in before school starts. On my end, I'm in my trades, you know, asphalt, concrete, and construction, there's such a labor shortage that i have i've never been this busy in my life it's like i'm hearing from people i've got work months out i mean just i can't even keep up and again like michael said there's been <laughs> weeks where i'm like i can't get here till later you know what i mean you can't
0: and- get here but there's also going to be times where at least for me and i'm sure the same w- way you're like god i just need a break i just need not to have to show up and be on recording at this set time for the next two hours because I just need to recharge. And there's a lot of that, especially as you said, with summer, I mean, work's getting busy, vacations are happening, you know, people are getting out and starting to do more now, thankfully, um, Tuli's not in school, but she's in summer camps. So summer camps are okay, when do we drop her off? When do we pick her up every day? It is what it is. You know, if we miss a week, all I would say is bear with us. We we are I mean literally we were supposed to be recording, you've heard this a million times. We were supposed to be recording with a guest right now from the UK who confirmed yesterday the time. Well, at the last minute they basically said their day is crap, everything that's gone wrong can go wrong and can they please reschedule. So we're out there trying to get all this stuff set up, but understand it's a lot of moving parts. We've actually got another guest from the UK that wants to come on. But keep in mind, the UK is eight hours ahead. For so you. For, for me. Yeah, for <laughs> yes. me. So basically what that means is our normal set time of recording at two or three o'clock in the afternoon that doesn't work very well for somebody in the UK. Two or three Pacific time, which means it would be five or 6 p.m. East Coast time for me. Yeah. So, and then it's even later for the UK. They're like, no, I'm not going to go freaking record an interview at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, uh,
1: God bless Alan. Uh, for two reasons one remember he when he did our show it was like six in the morning
0: yeah he got um, up in, in japan J- in japan yeah
1: and by the way uh, some magical pictures he was uh um Imagine posting them.
0: you stole my fucking
1: thunder again that is a that is a great line.
0: yes i mean uh you know we're just going to be riffing today if if lisa shows up tommy shows up fine but um yeah i mean alan's working on another another kiss book Um, with the Shinko, is that how you pronounce it?
1: I believe so.
0: The the Shinko offices, the company that was behind the Music Life magazines. Alan's basically been granted, how would you describe it, rare access to their photo vaults. And he's finding original photos from the 70s from those musical life specials and he's put he i don't know we don't know what the magazine or this book's going to be about but he's doing it and
1: you well, know also too um i got him in touch one of my very best friends uh here locally um photography's you know been one of his hobbies his whole life and he took pictures at the olympia here in january of 78 here in detroit and he also took pictures of kiss uh, of creatures of the night and uh, i got alan in touch with him and i guess they're going to use some of his photos and these weren't done with an instamatic these were done with a professional camera um they'll blow your mind and and, uh, it's another nice thing is that you know like my friend's stuff's no one's seen it but him and you know obviously myself and um but you know these are alan's book is going to be filled with stuff that you've never seen before um you know unused photos from you know shinko and you know people like my friend and um pretty exciting stuff
0: and and you know and as we you know this book's going to get done well i was just going to say you know giving alan legit credit here he's published books before he's done this process before he knows how it works um when the time comes and he's ready to start selling his book and that will happen. You can trust Alan. I mean, this is, this is, there's no risk here. Don't, don't let that other piece of failed magic dissuade you from supporting people who know what they're doing.
1: Here's an idea. Here's a, here's just a point. An idea. Here's a point. Every time we've had Alan on and told you guys, Hey, send your money in to this guy, you're going to get a great product. 100% of the time that happened yep and anytime we we will spend our own money we'll be comfortable telling you to spend yours and we're 100% on that I, I can't think of anything we've ever promoted where we didn't have skin in the game meaning we spent we put up and shut up as they said we, we put our money up and if, if we wanted something you know, uh, that we thought we could spend our money on, you know, we, we tell you guys, Hey, you know, I think this is worth it. So,
0: you know, you know, what's cool about Alan's book is it's sort of, we were sort of talking about this before we hit the record button, but it just goes to show that even in 2021, when we think everything that's been filmed, recorded, photographed, Has been seen, is released. We you either know it's there or there's nothing else. There's still stuff, amazing stuff that is just showing up, either professional or not professional. I mean, I'm seeing a lot more people digging up and finding their own personal concert photographs from the 70s and 80s and onward, where they're and it's amazing photos, and you're just like there's so much cool there is so much cool stuff sitting out there and i'm not saying it's being hoarded by hoarders out there well, hold it, on
1: fight club fight club has had some great photos
0: oh yes of, yes yeah yeah <laughs> and i mean we all know
1: the first rule of fight
0: club, fight club is you don't mention <laughs> fight club so we're not mentioning fight club um but there's just stuff that people don't realize they have I think I get the feeling we're sort of moving into that phase of things where now it's the average person who didn't realize they had a tape recording of this show or they had photographs of this show because they've been sitting in their storage box or locker for the last 30 years well
1: Michael that's exactly my what I matter of fact not only did I get my friend in touch with Alan, I, you know, I gave him Tom Germans cause he's got great, like 1978 Van Halen photos and Aerosmith photos and ACDC photos and queen photos Cause he, again, he went to a lot of concerts and he typically took his camera in and I've been bugging him for years. I'm like, these shots are so incredible. Why don't you, he's like, ah, eh, whatever. You know, I just like doing it for myself. And, you know, I was talking to Tom a couple of months ago and we were just talking about van halen i said my buddy's got some just stellar van halen shots from 78 you know uh from kobo and uh you know so i i told my buddy about he said he was going to get a hold of them and you know my, my point is there's so many people like my friend who you know and again not just instamatic stuff i'm talking professional well,
0: i mean let, let's just give credit to uh tommy and kyle Oh, I mean, no look, look, look at, I mean, you know, a couple months ago, Tommy found his Kiss Asylum concert photos. Now you're sitting here going, well, it's Kiss Asylum. That was in the 80s. But that's 40 years ago, people. You know, that's 40 that's years ago. <laughs> like, oh, no, yeah, yeah, you, you know, know I, me as a Kiss fan, I'm like, oh, wasn't that like last decade? No, that was like 40 years ago. But <laughs> the point is, he found these absolutely amazing photos that he took. Even Bruce was floored by him Bruce has ended up using some of those photos and selling autographs on them and Kyle I mean we've got we've got some photos coming up that Kyle found from the Animalize tour in St. Paul Minnesota and he took these photos basically front row front row second row I mean they're just great close-up photos these haven't been seen they, the Probably the last time they were seen is when Kyle got them back from, you know, the photo booth, the Instamatic <laughs> the booth, yeah, and, and was looking through them like, oh, these are cool, I like them, I like them. And now 40 years later, he's like, I forgot I had these. I mean, and and it, what's, what's what's funny is I know somewhere in one of my storage boxes, I've got animalized photos from the St. Paul Civic Center show because I was there third row center. And I, I took a whole bunch of photos of them walking up the ramp and coming down. And it's just like, I gotta find them. They've never seen the light of day in 40 some years. I mean, that that's just what's amazing about KISS is, I think we're gonna be finding a lot of this stuff continuing to happen. And again, I don't think it's stuff that's being deliberately hoarded by people. I think it's stuff where people don't realize 40 years later and i got this tape what's on this reel-to-reel tape that somebody gave me you know who knows
1: absolutely right um you know i have friends of mine who have like some really cool eight millimeter stuff that uh i've been bugging them to for years um um, let's just say you guys would find it very interesting (laughs) I'm not gonna say what it is, but I've been bugging my one buddy for years to hey man transfer this stuff.
0: So Yeah, I that that's the big thing. It's like if once you find somebody who's got it, even if they're not a KISS fan, but they're just like, oh yeah, I took a bunch of photos. It's like, dude, let me scan them. Let me at least take photos using my camera of your prints so they're they're saved. You know, to me, that's the big thing here. That's I gotta go down into my storage locker and pull out. I've got a big Foot Locker, where I have put a lot of my really important kiss stuff and dig through that, to, you know, what have I, I've forgotten what I've got in there. Do I have old contracts? Do I have old photos? Do I have old concert ads? I don't know. I mean, I know I've had that stuff. I just don't remember what I've got. And I just know it's going to be a case of one of those things where I'm going to just be like, Oh, you know what I found? I found this tour merchandising contract that Kiss signed from 25 years ago. You know, not that I would scan it and release it, but it's like, you just don't realize what you got.
1: Yeah, it is. I I tell you what, I'm very fortunate. Matter of fact, right over in that room, I have uh, all my stuff like chronologically and alphabetically in order. Um, So I'm able to find stuff when people, you know, ask me about, I remember one time Keith LaRue called me for a photo and I'm like, he's like, can you, I said, I can find that. I know right where it (laughs) is. You're
0: (laughs) you're more (laughs) more organized than kiss. (laughs) So, well, you know what, when you
1: have like, I, I look at it this way, I'm very fortunate for the things that I have. And I've always been somebody that took care of things. You know what I mean? I, even as a kid, I, you know, and you've heard this, other people say this, but I truly did that. I'd buy two circuses, one to put the posters on the wall and the one to keep. And it's just been how I've always been. I like having like my stuff in order and, you know, my, my stuff is just a lot of fun for me. And if it was a mess, it wouldn't be any fun. I like the fact that I can go right to a magazine box and pull out my music life. I don't have to go looking for it. You know what i mean and i like the fact that all my music lives are also in chronological order so if it's the one from 78 i grabbed the one from 78 yeah you know I, mean? I, I like being able to do that um it makes collecting a whole lot more fun um at least that's the way i am matter of fact before the show and i'm not going to ruin it um uh, i went and grabbed some vinyl from somebody we were supposed to talk to today that is pretty, you know, kick ass, kind of rare vinyl, and I, I you know, wanted to, um, you know, talk to him about it for a bit, and uh, like I said, we got to wait another week, unfortunately. I was about to go all fanboy today,
0: and now oh, this was definitely that. going to be a fanboy episode for Mark people, definitely. Hey, to steer
1: this back to Kiss and just rock and roll in general, Michael, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've seen. Do you see what Live Nation is doing with their whole roster, including oh, the hottest band in the world?
0: Yeah, you know they're they're twenty dollar tickets, and you know, and before people, and I've already seen it, but before people start going, see, Kiss can't sell tickets; they've got to be discounted. People, they're doing this for hundreds and hundreds of artists. Hundreds. This is this is in in case you're you've like completely missed what's happened <laughs> over the last eighteen months like you were on a deserted island and you just got rescued entertainment completely stopped for a year and a half completely not even little bits completely stopped it's coming back now and live nation's whole business is on live shows all of the name live So they need to sell tickets to get people coming back out to these venues. Hey, it's safe. Come on out and have a good time. And you know what? If we got to sell a ticket for $20 to get somebody to come spend $50 on food and $25 on parking and 150 bucks on merchandising, they're going to do that.
1: They want to get the horse back to the water. They've
0: (laughs) They've got employees and contractors that want to go back to work and they need to have these shows happening so don't sit here and poo poo this as oh see these bands can't sell tickets this is people are priming the pump i mean think of this as no different than when the government gave everybody the stimulus checks this is live nation giving stimulus checks to to music fans here get a freaking ticket for 20 bucks
1: you see the stones also. I'm happy
0: to stones re- announced finally announced it. Yeah, you must be Thank relieved. You know, yeah, no doubt.
1: I look. I, you know, I remember. I think the last time I saw him was 2016, and I, and I remember as I walked out with my son, I'm like, "Well, that's probably going to be it," you know. Um, but <sighs> they were so great in 2016, and you know, here we are five years later, and uh, I can't wait, man um this has got
0: to be their last tour i mean <laughs> come on come on how charlie's 80 i know <laughs> but i i think i told this story before
1: i went and saw mop the hoople uh ian hunter if some of you guys don't know maybe don't know that because we have a lot of young fans um ian hunter um when i saw them turned 80 like whatever a month or two after that i think that show was in. The spring of 2019 i'm i guess i'm remembering anyways and i'm like and I, and I knew he was older i knew he was in his 70s but i didn't know he was that close to 80 and he literally was weeks afterwards he turned 80 when after i saw him and i'll tell you right now i remember remarking to my friend i'm like god he looks like he's 40 you know and he was moving around the stage so hey you know what we're in uncharted waters before people start mocking this sort of thing guys i remember going downtown and seeing chuck berry play i saw um very fortunate too i saw the last sinatra tour i've seen tony tony bennett's in his 80s i've seen him since he was in his late seventies. fantastic uh i saw again i saw sinatra um i saw james brown on his last tour i'm trying to think because I love music and I love those older artists and I wanted to see them before I died or before they died, you know, but I mean, I, and I'm going to tell you right now, when we saw Sinatra, I get it, man. That, plus being an, an Italian, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of a big deal, you know, we right. Grow up listening to that stuff. Um, you know, I'm so glad. And, and so why, why should we be looking at the stones any different than seeing Tony Bennett uh, duet with gaga you know what I mean well the,
0: the, the, the only thing is the stones concert is probably just a bit more exertion well maybe only on Mick I mean nobody else in that band is jumping around like Mick does but I mean that that that's the that's the thing with um kiss is like you know sure they have slowed down compared to forty. 45 years ago i've slowed down i mean i'm only 56 but you can't expect these guys to run around especially hard rock metal bands which has always been about energy and craziness on stage you can't expect that when you're pushing 70 75 i mean no disrespect to peter but a photo came out of peter couple weeks ago a recent photo he's he's looking his age i mean he's fine he's looking good but he's not the cat from 1976 people it's a nice sunny day when, uh, when uh, yeah sunny. Day but i mean i guess that's it's you just can't i don't know you can't expect these guys to run around like teenagers for 90 minutes four or five days a week just because you're used to that for the last 40 years it's gotta at some point in time you know Mick Jagger's gotta go dude this is just too much work when I
1: saw the stones in 16 2016 I remember thinking to myself you know I don't think Keith left his spot I mean he
0: doesn't move right
1: he just stayed right when same thing with Ronnie barely moved Mick was all the way down. They had that long walkway.
0: He's jumping and scooting. And yeah. And and something
1: I've talked about on the show just a few weeks ago, um, you know, Brad Whitford from Aerosmith was saying, he thinks that, you know, they may be calling it quits because, and he's younger than, you know, Keith, you know, I mean, they really have kind of similar styles, meaning, you know, you don't think of Brad Whitford as jumping all over the stage, you know. Right. Um so I don't know, but again go back to the to the sound of the music and what we're going there for to begin with. Again, if you can see Sinatra and, and Tony Bennett and those guys, you know, I saw Buddy Rich, you know, um, years and years and years ago when he was up in age. Um you know, these guys there's a reason they lasted. They're magical. I mean, yep. it's just an amazing thing. And again, we truly are in uncharted territory. Rock and roll is still not that old an age uh, this musically. Is, this, is,
0: this is the first generation yes. of musicians who have gotten to the point where they there's still demand and interest for them to keep performing at 75 plus years of age.
1: Matter of fact, uh, you know, another topic we've talked about before, I read... Uh, Roger Daltrey's book and Raj says that he does have a backing track but he never knows when it's on he goes the guy at the soundboard decides whether I'm having a good night or not he goes I'm up there singing I don't know what's coming out yeah um he goes I, I'm hoping most nights that it's, it's him me, but, but if I'm struggling they know what to do and you know uh that may be either here nor there but <laughs> look I I don't care what anybody says. I'm a big fan of the who Um, I was so happy. I got to take my son in the early two thousands to go see the who we, matter of fact, I think we saw them twice. And, you know, Zach Starkey was on drums and obviously by then, uh, Entwistle had been dead for a few years. And, but you know what? We got an evening of the music of the who, and sure, it wasn't just, you know, Townsend on guitar. He was playing acoustic. He had some other guy playing a liquor. But we were in a fucking stadium or an arena with a- the no, Who. Right. Yeah. And it fucking rocked. And it was, look, man, from Kiss on down, these guys don't want to disappoint anybody. They don't want to see their legacy tarnished. You know, that's how come Alice is still touring. That's what, and he's touring at a, at a level... That you know, he's not swinging on the uh, you know on uh, you know getting hung every night, and some of the things that he used to the, the guillotine things a whole lot easier and a whole lot less taxing than you know having to call, you know walk up on uh, you know whatever that thing is there when he get hung. Um, but the point is, these guys look at somebody like Alice and Gene Simmons and and Mick Jagger. These guys all have one thing in common, common, and it's three letters, E-G-O. Yep. And they have it in spades. These guys are all about their ego, and that's a good thing for us. They don't want to it, suck. Because
0: that, that ego drives them to be better than everybody else.
1: Amen. You think Mick and, and Gene and Al, you think those guys all need the money? I've had this conversation with people yeah. deep in the KISS camp. And they've all told me the same thing. This ain't about, I mean, is it about money?
0: Sure. Sure. They they love what they're getting, but they sure. they don't need that. That Yeah. I've said this to somebody, especially about Paul. I'm just like, Paul doesn't need the money. Paul doesn't need to keep touring. Paul has literally destroyed his body, replaced body parts. The sane person would sit here and go, that's it. Five years ago, ten years ago, I've retired and I'm moving off to a villa in the in Italy, and you will never hear from me again. I've accomplished what I wanted to do in my life, and I'm going to enjoy my family. But he likes being on stage.
1: Two words: John Deacon, bass player for Queen. He's still a member of the, the the Queen organization, but he's like, you know, you guys, Brian and, and Raj, you guys go tour. Get the kid from america i don't i don't
0: want to i don't need to do it anymore yeah
1: don't need to do it anymore i have plenty of money um but if you want to you know bring the music of queen to the masses god bless you and you know what there's nothing wrong with that no not at all but but let me tell you both raj and brian may want to make sure that you guys meaning us get the best effing queen show we can deliver in 2021 and that kid i say kid, the the, the gentleman from american idol adam lambert he does an incredible job yep um you know so I, i don't understand when people poo poo that sort of thing because if you never got to see queen this is look you're spending a night in an arena celebrating one of the greatest bands of all time and i mean this again from kiss to queen to all the way on down as long as you're there, as long as people want to show up and have fun, what does anyone care? Let's celebrate the greatest music. That's why I'm still hoping, still hoping. I wish Robert Plant and Jimmy Page would just do one short tour or something, just one jaunt across the stage estates, you know, um, with John Paul Jones, obviously. I'd love to see him get uh, Jason Bonham and uh, you know, I never got to see Led Zeppelin. So that, to me, is uh,
0: you know something yeah, I'd like to see. I, I, it just gets back to, if you've got the opportunity to see a band you like, go see them. Don't get caught up in all the bullshit online fighting and arguing that's going on. If if, if you like it, do it. I mean, we just, you know, the last 18 months have shortened the opportunity to see some many bands, you know, Kiss being one of them. I mean, they're at they're at the end of of their touring career, and eighteen months is just pulled out from underneath them. So, if you get the chance, go. And you know, and 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 I don't want people to comment on this politically, but we're also not a hundred percent sure what's going on with tours right now. We really aren't. We aren't because yes, you know, and we've said this enthusiastically that things have gotten better in the U.S. But they also have not necessarily gotten better. I mean, in the last two weeks, Buck Cherry canceled two weeks worth of tours because two guys in the band got infected.
1: Who were already vaccinated. Which is yes. A, and all, all the
0: people I'm talking going to talk about have already been vaccinated. Um, the Foo Fighters had to postpone their L.A. Forum show because one of their one of the members of their team, which is, I assume just means a crew member was infected so they postponed the show brett michaels i think just a couple days ago is postponing a california state fair show because of a possible um infection within his crew and he's got to be
1: careful because i believe he's has got diabetic.
0: Di- he's diabetic yeah. yeah um so you know as much as it's like get back out there and support the bands we don't know what's going on here, people. I'll I mean, tell you, you Michael. You know, I I'm, this... I'm, I'm going to sit here and just say, you know, you know, Gene and Paul don't need to do this. They love this. But at the same time, I don't think Gene and Paul are going to go out and do this for the love of it if it risks their lives and their family's lives. Yes. That, that's where they draw the line, is it Impact, it can impact people around them even if again even if you've been vaccinated you can get infected you're less likely to have any serious complications from it but you could still transmit it to somebody which i can tell you firsthand i'm i'm fully vaccinated my wife's fully vaccinated my seven-year-old daughter isn't she can't she can't get a vaccine right now so we've got to be careful because i don't want to bring it back and give it to her so just, I, I I guess I'm just saying, be patient and be understanding. These bands well, want to get out there. Believe me, they want out there so bad, but they don't want to do it safely.
1: Look, I, I'm, I'm just this kind of person, I guess. I, I probably overanalyze things, um, but it's kind of like when a concert is sold out, you won't hear advertisements for it because there's no reason to hear the advertisement right. on the radio. If the concert's struggling and the promoter wants to make sure he doesn't lose his ass, he's going to promote the living shit out of this thing. He's going to spend every last penny yep. of his promotion. All right, here's where I'm going with this people. I've noticed the Kiss Cruise is advertising Ad nauseum right now. They're they're Social platform and guys, please don't read. I don't know anything about this subject. I'm just going just off of what piggyback. you say. Correct. This these are my <laughs> not not agendas. Nothing. My eyes and my ears. Um, I'm noticing that I've never seen the amount of promotion for the Kiss crews than what's going on now. I I'm paid in full, folks. I, I I'm planning on going but i'm wondering like michael said that's where i'm trying to piggyback on that conversation
0: we don't know what's going on uh, with
1: the delta variant and
0: you know and well i think what we do know which has probably affected the cruise greatly is that foreign travelers are not going to be able to get in
1: that's the the cruise generally was about half of folks from the united states and then half from around the world so on a on a 3000 you know Usually, right around 3,000 people per boat. You're not talking half. And, matter of fact, they've done stuff like you can improve your seats if you wanted. And they, they even gave everybody, and think of the money on this if you're a cruise, everybody now has free drinks. Before yet it was a cash bar unless you bought a certain package. Now, everyone here's where they get you of course well you still have to pay your 20% gratuity well i look i'm fine i don't drink so i don't give a shit right um but i'm like that's a huge cuz let me tell you those drinks weren't for you know more cheap on, yeah. on a cruise
0: ship um oh, anybody anybody, anybody who's $20... been in the anybody in the business knows that's where you make your profit is selling alcohol yeah
1: <laughs> so my, my point is this and guys i'm just saying this cuz i'm on a podcast and i'm Talking to my fellow KISS friends and my KISS fans. And I know there's a bunch of you who are going on the cruise. um And, and I'm hopeful, I can't wait to see you. I miss all my friends. But I got to admit, just that part of me that goes, hmm, you know, what's that old song, Things That Make You Say It Go, hmm, mm-hmm. This one of them. I'm like, they're advertising this thing ad nauseum. I'm, I cannot scroll through my Facebook feed without seeing something from the kiss Cruise. i've been getting emails almost I, I probably get three or four a week now whereas before you get one one or two a month you know this is my this will be my 10th one assuming it goes on you know but my one here now i'm going to switch the conversation paul stanley just posted i think yesterday he's like our next 12 months are booked solid if you saw paul's social yep. media post um for the most part, that should be kicking off in another couple of weeks. I, I t- yep. today's what, Michael? The twenty third, August
0: twenty third.
1: No, today's July. Oh, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, July twenty third today.
1: Almost one month from today, August twenty fifth. I will be in Toledo seeing the hottest band
0: in the world. Fingers I crossed. Yeah, yes. I, that 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 that's the whole point of my initial statement was, cross your fingers, people, because I can guarantee you. The KISS management, band, crew, all the people behind the scenes are paying very close attention to what's happening everywhere else, show-wise, tour-wise. What did Buck Cherry run into? What did the Foo Fighters run into? What is Brett Michaels running into? Others that we may not know of yet. Michael. They're going to be safe about this. It's It's insurance. It's insurance. It's, I mean... You know, if KISS launched the tour and then a week into it, they had to postpone it for two weeks. That's a lot of money. Now, I'm not saying it's not a lot of money to Buck Cherry because it is to them in their scale of things. But for KISS, you're talking hundreds and hundreds of people on their traveling crew, local jobs, Contractors, vendors, hotels, venues—you name it. There's a lot of trickle-down jobs that rely on that.
1: Well, Michael, what are the one of the problems right now? They're having it locally here, and I'm sure it's it's the same everywhere. Our like our local sports teams can't get people to sell hot dogs. And when you go see Kiss, there's going to be there's going to be people that want to buy a hot, dog or, hot dogs. Hot dogs coming from work. Yeah, yeah. that that's kind of what I'm getting at. In order for Kiss or Aerosmith or Queen anybody rolling into town, there's got to be people to unload the trucks. There's got to be people to bake the burritos and, and make sure the wave the flag are in the
0: parking lot to tell you yeah. where to go. Yes, there's so many moving parts that scan your ticket at the door. Yes,
1: yes, and these aren't people who tour with them. These it's are all people, local. Correct, correct. There's local tour, jobs. There's hundreds, hundreds of them, and. And quite frankly, a lot of people haven't gone back to those jobs. And if you want to start saying that, you know, the Foo Fighters are going to be here, and the next night, you know, Kisses, and the next night, you know, Elton John is, and the next night, Genesis is. So I'm, I'm just using shows that are coming to Detroit. Um, you better have ticket takers. You better have somebody cleaning the bathroom. That's and you better have somebody you know working in the suites and also working in the backstage making sure that you know they can clean up whatever mess happens back there. that's just as they say in the biz is what it is and if you don't have the lifeblood to make that work the the show's not going to happen
0: because mm-hmm. yeah.
1: all those things have to happen too
0: yeah i mean it's Have, have patience if the show happens and you are at the show, understand those people are probably working under a lot of stress and a lot of worry and a lot of concern. Um, but we just, again, we just don't quite know exactly what's going to happen here. I mean, I, I, I would hate to see kiss all of a sudden sit here and go, well, Hey, one person in our crew got infected and therefore we're postponing the tour for two weeks That's a very real possibility. We just saw it with Buck Cherry. And what that also led me to believe is I can only imagine that if the KISS tour does happen as planned, the band is going to be in such a bubble, meaning nobody's getting close to them. They don't want to risk anybody infecting them i mean that that's 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 the key man you know gene paul eric tommy without any of those guys nothing of it's going to happen so they can't afford to get sick um i don't know it's just going to be very interesting to see how how these big tours happen what what's going to be like backstage how do they how do they handle i mean i'm i'm glad to see that they're concerned because like the foo fires are concerned just because one person got infected i mean that that shows some caring and compassion on their part that they're like well we're worried i mean if one person got it he could give it to 20 other people could give it to the fans that might just be in the front row or whatever. So I'm glad they're concerned, but boy, what is this going to mean? What's, you know, I don't know.
1: Well, we're going to, well, I tell you what, even, you know, go even farther down the food chain, Tommy and I are, are planning on going to, I think, seven or eight shows together outside of our hometowns. You know, we plan on getting some airline tickets and rental cars, um, you know, uh, <laughs> that's just more, you know, money in the economy. I mean, that's what I mean. If 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 they aren't doing like what the foos did, they theoretically on paper could risk the whole house of cards falling down because of one person. Yep. And and <laughs> again, I want to stay away from all the that that's just reality at the moment. And um, we'll see what happens. My fingers are crossed. I plan on participating. And again, not just kiss You know, we talked about earlier. Rolling, I can't wait. Stones are coming in November, man. I'm going to be there.
0: Oh, you're supposed to wife. go see Buck Cherry, but they've postponed. Correct. Matter of
1: fact, Buck Cherry was supposed to be tonight. Mm-hmm. Tonight was supposed to be. I was going to see Buck Cherry. Matter of fact, I was hoping to get a hold of, uh X's name?
0: Um, Billy. Billy
1: billy you know uh, huge again i love by the way buy the new buck cherry fantastic um i don't know guys like i said we're, we're in a we're in strange times right now um you know so just do the best you can you know
0: uh be patient with with people be understanding you know uh don't blow up at people. I mean especially people working out there to provide you entertainment. I mean give them a break. Just give them a break. I mean I'm I, we flew as a family to Minnesota as I said earlier in the show a few weeks ago and I knock on wood at least our flights we ran into no no issues of people short-tempered, ill willed anything along there was nobody trying to make a stand. Everybody was trying to do their part, which is which is great. I mean it just it it's just needed. I mean I feel for flight attendants and I feel for pilots who, you know, they they're dealing with all of this. And they don't it's not their fault. It's not their fault. Don't get mad at them. They're trying to make the best out of it while they try and earn a living so they can support their family so anyways anyway all right well you know for having nothing to talk about we talked for about 90 minutes here
1: nice nice and by the way guys uh you know um like michael said way earlier in the conversation you know we, we didn't do a show last week uh when you know when our guest had to move again we love being here with you guys this is uh this is very i know for me speaking for me it's very therapeutic i love being able because i used to just see michael and tommy off the road you know, back yeah in the, back it's in the and stuff, yeah. expos, you know so it's great you know to catch up with my friends every week and i love the fact that you guys you know when the ones who are tuned in still uh i'm glad you guys dig it too because you're part of the family as well and, and it's it's an honor to do this it's a lot of fun and uh thanks for coming by
0: you know i it if there was a homework question, I would throw this out to our listeners. Have you gone to any live shows, live events over the last few weeks as things have started? Including to sports. Open up? Including sports. And, and if you have, have you noticed anything different? I mean, are they handling things different? Are they doing things differently? Um l- Just let us know. I mean, I've talked from the business side of things. I've talked to people who have started working at venues again, and they're kind of giving me the insight of what's happening, but I'd love to hear from. And let us
1: know where you're from too. Yeah. So I just, so it's not like all localized.
0: And it doesn't need to be us. I mean, if you've been to a show somewhere overseas internationally, let us know. Um, I just, you know, I'd like to get a understanding of how things are going around the world. All right, that's it. If you uh, are watching or listening on YouTube, subscribe, follow us on Spotify, subscribe on iTunes. And uh, that's it. Knock on wood, all our fingers crossed. We may record two shows next week and it could be two guests. Bear with us though, because both these guests are from the UK. So it's a big time difference and scheduling is a bit of a challenge, but fingers crossed, we're gonna pull a couple of really cool guests off here. Uh, That's it everybody, three sides of the coin. We'll see you next week.
1: So you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.